Welcome to Jeff in Motion. Oh, you'll notice that uh, you're receiving this episode in the morning. Um, it is because I have decided to take this show more seriously. I'm not going to put it off. Nah, I just finished the crack podcast uh, before I left for work today. That's why you're getting this now. That podcast is so fucking good. God damn it. If you like cracked articles, you're you're just it, the podcast is the bomb. It's great. Uh, <laughs> uh This this podcast marks a uh, milestone. Milestone. Fuck, I've tried to use the word milestone at least three times in the last week and couldn't remember what it was called. I was calling them road markers or road stones or something. Shit! Alright, milestone. God damn it. But this episode is a milestone in that it is the I have out outpaced the Popular Outcast podcast. The last released episode of the Popular Outcast podcast is episode 121, and this is episode 122 of Jeff in Motion. Um, granted, episode 122 of the Popular Outcast podcast airs tomorrow, so we'll be neck and neck again, but then Wednesday I take it out of the park. Uh, and good luck catching up to me anyway as far as hours of content popular outcast still has me beat for quite a while um just due to the short format of the show but episodes of content haha I am a numero uno at the momento YOLO. Hmm. Um, another reason I'm recording this in the morning is because I really need to focus on doing homework tonight. And I managed to piss away 30 to 45 minutes posting an episode of this podcast when I don't want to do the thing I'm doing right after it. So, this will be uh, <laughs> less of a distraction tonight. I have... I've experienced homework apathy before. Like, I've not cared. But this is a whole new level. Like, this is, this is homework resentment. I, I find that half the battle, more than half of the battle, almost the entire battle when I sit down to do homework right now, is my brain screaming, why are we doing this? It's not productive. It's not serving a purpose. You're just wasting your money in school. You're a failure. You're a failure for succeeding when you just could have kept going. Like, right now I'm angry at myself for getting a second degree because it's turning out that I would have been fine if I had just self-taught myself it. Like... I took two, 
like when I when playing the game of life, the board game of life, I went around the college track and they decided to go around the college track again. And now I've got all those banknotes sitting in a pile and your my brain's just like, What the fuck were you thinking? You would have been fine with that first lap around. Hell, you probably would have been fine with half of the first lap around. And I'm just like, son of a bitch. So all that just sits and festers in my brain while I'm staring at homework I don't want to do. And uh, I've been getting it progress made, but not nearly the progress that ought to be. But uh, I had a real big motivator hit me last night while recording episode 122 of the Popular Outcast podcast. And that is um, two events that have been looming in my mind. Um, The Dave Ross Show, which I've talked about, we have talked about as a network ad nauseum, is pretty close. My finals week is pretty far in my mind. I had a realization that not only are they the same week, but for the particular project I'm I'm having so much trouble getting motivated with, it is the exact same day as the Dave Ross show. They have now become linked in my mind, and something being four weeks away is forever away for homework. It's imminent for a big show that I want to get a lot of people to. So now that they're linked... I have to get my homework done before Dave Ross gets here. And that's a fucking weird-ass sentence. Um, But it's the truth. And so now, when I sit down, and that kind of just hit me this morning, even though I made the realization yesterday, but it was like kind of in the shower, where all epiphanies come from. Um, I'd also like to thank... Um, Justin, the friend I talked about in the Justin episode, for sharing several links as to why you get great ideas in the shower. Um, they're spot on. Uh, anyway, so it's it's proven that there are factors about the shower and other like mundane, uh, repetitive tasks that release your brain into certain types of thought. But yeah, so you're getting this episode in the morning because I really ought to focus tonight. (sighs) So, um, for those of you who were not terribly into the Dungeons & Dragons portion of the episode last week, um, you can check out now, because that's pretty much what it's going to be the rest of this. Um... This is my Dungeons and Dragons recap episode. Um, we went over on Saturday afternoon to Emerus's house of the uh, Portable Power podcast, and uh, we're joined by Kevin, uh, also of the Portable Power podcast, uh, Chris Rao of the Delusional Loners podcast, my lovely partner Aislin of the Girls and Girls podcast, and Caitlin Smith of being Everest's sister and being on the uh, Moon Mom YouTube page. And we played some fucking Pathfinder, and 
it's it's really interesting because it's a different because every time I've played D&D it's been with either my original group or an offshoot of my original group and um, you'll find that like different groups play differently and with us being a lot of new people to the even concept of playing Dungeons and Dragons and then like Emerson and I have more experience to my knowledge um Aislinn and Chris have moderate amount of experience and I'm pretty sure Kevin and Caitlin are brand new to the whole experience it's, it's really interesting because our group hasn't formed our play style yet um, and my previous experiences, it's been very level up focused. It's been, you got to strive, you got to hit the next level because that's how you get more powerful. You got, you got to, you got to strive for more power so you can beat up bad guys better and do cool things, yada, 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 yada. And, um, just the, um, the the uh, environment that Emrys has cultivated for this campaign is very much not that. Um, while we didn't create our own characters, uh, we're still pretty invested in them. Um, and we're taking a slow experience route. Meaning it's going to take about three times as long to level up than it than I am used to. So it's changing my focus from gotta level up, gotta level up, to how do I make my character as he is right now the most effective? Um, which is something I've never really thought about. It's always been like when when I am level five or when I am level the in the next level I'm gonna do this. It is causing me to focus on the now in-game, obviously, and looking into uh, outer sources of power, like equipment and skills and things of that nature. And it's really... um, It was jarring at first to to feel not powerful because I'm very used to playing medium to higher level Dungeons & Dragons campaigns where I could also, I'm used to playing uh, predominantly melee characters or or high-end spellcasters, not low-end spellcasters. So I felt very vulnerable and not terribly useful, but that was more of a mindset than an actuality. Um, I did, I was able to prove of some use later on. But it's just, it's really very interesting. And, um, like, I, but once I kind of acclimated to, alright, I'm not going to be a Uh, kick-ass, take-names, badass for a while. I am... I am 
cast the Witch of the Moon, and I have to make that work in the now. So it's it's a really it's a very different than my uh, usual approach. Oh, there's a trailer with a cow in it in front of me. Hi, cow. You're probably not going anywhere fun. Not for cows, anyway. Well, um... Huh. But yeah, uh, all in all, we had... And I, I am finding... Pathfinder is very, very, very similar to Dungeons and Dragons 3.5 to the point where it almost feels a little skeezy. Like these people are making money printing books, which is essentially filled with identical material to the Wizards book, um, the Wizards Dungeons and Dragons books. Um, they have since made expanded material, um, which is specific to Pathfinder itself, but it it's still, it's almost like, how is this allowed? Well, I know exactly how it's allowed, because when Dungeons and Dragons moved to 4th edition, they made 3rd edition open source. They put it all out there, it's like free rights of use, which is cool of them, but what is kind of ooky is that someone then took the majority of that information, things that have been rules and info that have been cultivated over three entire editions of Dungeons and Dragons, made their personal tweaks to it, and then printed it as their own material. That, that's a little, I don't know, like, I'm enjoying it, and Wizards doesn't seem to have a problem with it, or they would have uh, taken legal action. So I guess I shouldn't have a problem with it. It's just a little, uh... It's a little bit of a shade of gray, morally, in my book, as to where all this information belongs, who it belongs to, in air quotes. Um... But I... But the fact that it is so similar... Um, has led me to some issues where I get a good idea of what it is I might be facing, or we, we, we were sent out to investigate some orc activity, and I have a very, a pretty decent running knowledge of how Dungeons and Dragons orcs act and their habits and whatnot. It's pretty well documented, and I've read a lot on it. Um, if, and if that surprises anyone, of how much of a dork, nerd, what have you, I am about this, then you haven't been listening to the show long. But, so when... We were sent to investigate... A farmer who had inter who had had an orc break in, and there's no signs of struggle. Uh, there's no broken fences, no broken doors, no livestock has been taken. 
everyone has the uh, no one was killed that is a a red flag to me that this isn't orcs and to the point where <laughs> i had i'm sitting there and i don't know if my character would know the things i'm thinking and i'm taking it very seriously to not to role play this to be to not use any knowledge I have that my character would not have. Which is fortunate that my character has a lot of intelligence, so if I roll high enough, I can use the things I've remembered anyway. Um, as it turned out, everything was not as it seemed. Uh, the orcs were led by a half-orc who was keeping them civilized. Um... Which is actually not what I had guessed. I had guessed that uh, it was a hobgoblin interaction, which are very similar to orcs, but they're uh, much more lawful and uh, don't tend to ransack the place quite as much. Um, I just got self-conscious that I was like, oh, wow, people are not going to give two fucks about this if they're not into D&D. But then I remembered that I gave the warning at the top of this section. So if you... If you uh, made it through this and are mad at me for talking about D&D for ten minutes, um, then it was it is your fault for not heeding my warning. Um, anyway, so Dungeons & Dragons was a blast. Um, I look forward to it. It's definitely a different play style than I'm used to, and I think it's going to be a good time. Yeah. <sighs> I'm going to get on to my Monday. Um, try real hard to get some serious work done on homework tonight. Ugh. I've never hated homework so much. And I hated homework a ton in high school. Anyway, oh, I'm nearly to work. Oh, it looks as though someone is going to have to go down this hill at 10 miles an hour. Chevy Impala, let me guess, old person. If I if I had to, oh oh oh, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get a chance to verify. I'm gonna get a chance to verify. Old as sin. All right. barely able to see over the steering wheel. <sighs> anyway. Um, the person that I told you all about from my old job at AdTrack is starting at Lightning New York today. Um, and that's, that's going to be fun. Uh, there will be much, much reminiscing and knowing looks between the two of us. Of that, I am sure. Um, this has been Jeff in Motion. Um, episode 122. Uh, yeah. Have a good week.
I'll talk to you guys Wednesday, probably morning. Peace.